It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on Toginet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author. And not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet. And now here's your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. What I'm going to talk about today is something that I'm, well, first I'm going to talk about, I did go and see Trainwreck, so I have my comments about that, and I did get Gray, the book, I know I'm a little late for many people have already read it, um, to see so I could, you know, make my comments on it. There's a number of people in my field who have sort of like summarily dismissed the the book and said, uh, we're against it, um, sex educators against Fifty Shades, and I will admit I am a little bit of a you know an outlier in this regard because I think that what E.L. James did was really very beneficial to the area of sexuality and discussions about sex. Now, so we'll talk about that, but again, I only just got the book and I'm into the first, I think, 65 pages. So, but what I'm going to talk about this week is falling in love with your dark side. Because for many people, they have a side of themselves that they don't really like and that they think that other people are not going to like or they've been told that other people do not like. And yet, the thing that can be confusing is sometimes people will tell you that that behavior, um, being straightforward, is a strength. But then someone else will say, you're too blunt, you're too honest. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing a coaching class with a woman, and last week one of the people, someone was saying that uh, she was worried that one woman is working in um, actually helping with coordinate firefighting in the interior of British Columbia. So that is really hard, long work. And one of the people who she was working with told her, that she was too friendly with the people she was working with. And my first thought was, why is she listening to someone who tells her not to be friendly and collegial? I mean, all she is saying, they said, you smile too much. Well, what a patently absurd statement to make. But what this woman did is she listened to it and went, oh, dear, I shouldn't be like that. And someone else told someone else, well, you know, you're, you're too lazy. And yet my question is, when someone says something that you may not hear as being positive, ask yourself, who told you? So if someone has told you in a relationship or when you're with someone that there's something that you are doing wrong, 
I would strongly suggest that you look at who said it to you first, and then secondly, is that a reflection of what's happening actually in their lives? Because you've heard me speak of this before, but law of attraction is such that whatever it is someone is not happy with, they will see it in other people. So, and that's going to be one of the exercises that I'm going to ask you to do later on in the program. So, let's go back to what were my thoughts on the show Trainwreck. And it's kind of, it, was, it was the impetus for me to look at falling in love with your dark side. Because in this film, and, you know, whether it's um, mainly autobiographical or, you know, for Amy Schumer, the real storyline and thread underneath it is there's two of them. One is, who do you listen to about what relationships are like? Now, her father, and actually, in the movie, she does kind of copy things because her father did come down with a chronic illness that caused them to go from having lived in a very, you know, lovely, um, in, a, in a very upper-class neighborhood, to having to sell the house, move, declare bankruptcy, and then her father gets ill, their parents divorce, so her whole world went into complete upheaval, and the, whether the father actually said, you know, monogamy is not, you know, uh, realistic, but those were, whether we know it or not, we do listen to a lot of the messages without knowing that we necessarily downloaded them, okay? So I asked people when, and so what really happened in this movie for her is she did fall in love with her dark side. She did see how that some of her behaviors that were pushing people away were actually behaviors when she looked at them and toned them down slightly, actually had her become what people were attracted to, whether that was about her sister, whether that was about the people that she was with. And the, the character played by uh, the Aaron, was it Aaron Connors, who is, I think it's Bill Hatter, who plays the love interest. That is something where she was so terrified of being vulnerable when she was falling in love with him that she was ready to just ditch everything and go to her old pattern of fine, um, I, and everything was a drama. Her <laughs> boss was, you know, a, a, a drama. Everything about her world was a drama. Yet, the goal of who that character was is that she was a very gifted writer. She could see things that other people didn't see. And then when she looks at herself and is willing to open herself up, her whole world changes. Now, you know, it, people may say, oh, it you know, comes off as a feel-good movie. Well, look, you don't want to necessarily go to a movie to be entertained and then come away from it being depressed. You want to come away going, hey, you know, this is... Um, and I do think there's a lot of people who do go through a time in their lives where they do exactly what she did. Hey, I, I have friends who did exactly the same thing. And they struggled very hard to have relationships and to have a sex life that they wanted. And it wasn't until for some of them, for some of them, they, they had to get sober. For others, it was getting away from the influence 
of the people that they were around. And going back to uh, another conversation that I had earlier today, or it was part of a, uh, a call, is looking at the patterns of what happens in someone's life. And sometimes they can come up and it was sort of like almost like sucker punch you. And it was a woman who had had, uh, this is, you know, the dark side thing here. She had a 25-year marriage that ended because her husband started fooling around with her best friend and then divorced her and married the best friend. Well, how can you say betrayal on a number of different levels? <laughs> like, no kidding. I mean, the one person is the person she's spending her time in her world with in her home, and the other is her best friend who probably was the confidant and knew everything about what was going on in her life. And the betrayal, so she's struggling now because they still have to see one another at weddings and at other family events. And here's what I would ask her, and I will, is that, yes, this happened to you. There's no question. You went through it. But I would ask, if you could have that person back, would you want them? And I can probably assure you, hands down, her answer is unequivocally, no, absolutely not. And then I would also ask, would you want that person back as a friend? Well, oh. and so once she gets clear that it's her thinking about this, because it still keeps pushing her buttons, understandably. But once she knows, hey, look, I don't have to. I don't have to, you know, have that thought anymore. And the other thing is, send them on the way. Listen, any of us who have ever been alive, who have been in relationships, chances are we have been hurt and we have been betrayed and we have been lied to. And we may have even done the same thing to someone else whether it's ghosting or whether it's just like not showing up or whatever it may be. But what we have to realize is these people over here are going on with their life and she's having, dealing with the darkness of what is still there and she wants to get past it. So it is part looking at, and here's the other thing we're going to look at today is looking for the gold is one of the things that will have you shift and be able to see what is the the light side of or the thing that is the <clears throat> the transcendent part of what the dark light stuff is because if you think that having gone through a breakup or a divorce is the worst thing that ever happened in your life it may be at that moment but eventually it may be it's like good i do not have to listen to that person any longer and then it may be you know what that person was not a good influence on my children. I had a very, had a good friend who was very deeply um, faith-based in their family. And finally, it was when she was, she literally said, I was on my knees sobbing. And she said, I realized that literally God just said to me, I do not want you to be unhappy. Because she felt because she had given her vows in front of God, and her church, and her family, and everyone else, that she absolutely had to make that relationship work. It wasn't going to work. You can't make a relationship work by yourself. It ended the weekend. I mean, he was a drunk. He was verbally abusive. The weekend that she left, 
so he could move out of the house. She went away for a weekend. She met the man who she would marry, who is the love of her life, and she has never, she has the joy of her three children. But if she'd stayed in that dark side relationship, she never would have had the joy and the love and the gifts that she has now. And so when we come back, I'm going to continue looking at how to fall in love with the dark side, look for the gold, and I believe here come the tunes. I will be back after this message. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. With your host, Lou Paget. techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better, forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled then join sandy fowler and her guests on heart-filled holidays every monday at noon 11 a.m central on toginet.com sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life from valentine's day to christmas to special family events sandy fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life for more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to HeartfilledHolidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon Eastern Standard Time on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. And, you know, there's times when I talk about sex in the news, and sometimes sex in the news is just so disheartening that I just assume not talk about it. <laughs> it's um, people who I do not think are of right mind and body or who just are, like, a bit off in you know, what's happening in their own world. Here's 
one that I do think when we talk about the dark side of things and can you change things, I mean, Bobby Christina Brown, you know, she died over the weekend after having six months of having been in, you know, whether they called it an induced coma. But here was a young girl who very tragically followed, like, her mother's relationship pattern. I mean, when Whitney Houston was married to Bobby Brown, this was not a good dude. And Bobby Christina, the individual that she was with, almost seemed like a cookie-cutter image of her dad. And did she, you know, did she like herself? Did Whitney like herself? I mean, could there have been a more talented voice? I mean, she was stunning, had an amazing voice. And so really what we have to look at in any time in our life, you can have all the talent that you want. But And I live in Los Angeles. Trust me, there's a lot of talent here. But and even if you're someone who does a lot of sports or you know just because someone has talent doesn't mean that they're going to be, you know, take advantage of it, nor will they have nor want to do the work to get the results that they need. I mean, so if you want to have the relationship you want and the sex life you want, this is about focus and this is about practice. So when I, you know, and I talked just before the break of a friend of mine who as she left, you know, and, and said, okay, God does not want me to be ha- unhappy, her whole world changed. And so did the Amy Schumer character in Trainwreck. Her world changed when she went to the point of being so sad on what was happening in her own life. And, but, you know, doing that thing is like throwing up the, the, the wall and going, I, I don't need you. And yet, as she said to her sister, I'm broken. And that is something where I don't think people necessarily have to get too broken, but I do think we have to get to the point of we have our vulnerabilities and that if you don't have a place for someone to come into, they don't show up. And ladies, that's particularly true of men. If there is not a place for men to come in and make contribution for you, they don't. And whether that is... and. When you have gratitude for what you're dealing with and you like it and you let them know, that is a powerful, powerful tool. So just to go back a little bit, one of the other things that I'm reading right now is a book called The Dark Side of the Light Chasers. And really what this is, and I mean that's that in combination with the train wreck movie is the reason for the theme of this of today's show and some books I was reading over the weekend that you have to look at those things that are both positive and negative and then how do you take those things that people may say again that aren't your best features but you know are some of your strengths and letting them speak for themselves. So how do you take that negative and turn it into that positive? So for example, this may be another way of saying looking for the gold in something. So let's say you just got fired. So you're like, oh my God, what am I going to do now? Well, you can look at that as an opportunity to create something completely new. Now, I don't know if that is the case 
with E.L. James, with who wrote you know, The Fifty Shades and uh, has written the book Grey. But she was a TV producer for 25 years before she made the switch and said, I want to write stories that will touch people. I want to write these things that stories that people fall in love with. That was her passion. So she knew all along, I mean, she was probably very good at being a TV producer, but she wanted to write these stories. So, I mean, I remember when I got fired at 20th Century Fox, what it did is it gave, now I did, did I have a clue how I was going to make things pull together? I had no idea. I mean, I literally could not even afford to go and buy coffee at one point because there, there was no money coming in. Uh, I had told uh, unemployment, which I paid into, that I was looking for a job. I was looking for a job, which I was, but I was also looking to possibly start my own company. And the woman just said, well, then you do not qualify for unemployment. I was like, what? So even when things looked their darkest, there was something where I knew I had to keep doing my seminars. How I was going to do it, I didn't know. But the reason I kept doing it is because people told me how it changed their lives. And so, you know, those times when you think, oh, you're not relevant or what you're doing doesn't make any difference, here's the big thing you do. Get out of your own head because it's not your friend, okay? And go and hang out with other people who you know or who you have done things with. And I had that happen this weekend where I ran into people, some of whom I had not seen in 10 years. And these people told me what my seminars had done for them, for their relationships, for their marriages. And it was so clear in their mind. It was like, boom. They're like, oh, my God, I remember that. Oh, my, I haven't laughed that hard. And I literally, and it was what I had done, is I had gone to a friend's celebration of life. And this is a woman who was one of the most generous people I had ever known. Her name was Carolyn Barry. She uh, lived here in Los Angeles, the first person I ever met. And she was so generous and always so helpful for people. And the number of people who were there and the amount of love that was there was amazing. The big thing, you know, that Carolyn really would have loved to have had in her life was someone to love for her. Maybe that wasn't her path, but she gave so much love and so much help to people. It was, like, astonishing. So her, you know, the, the gratitude and how grateful people were for her as an acting coach and as a coach in commercials, it was unbelievable. So, you know, if you are someone who you want to create a new relationships, let's say you're in a relationship right now. Let's say you want to create a new way of looking at your relationship. Well, then here's what I would ask you is take a piece of paper, plain white paper, and write down the qualities that you see in the person, the positive qualities, the really good things you see in the person that you're with. And the reason I tell you this and, and suggest this, I got a lesson from my sister-in-law when I was really young. And because there's six kids in my family, three older and three younger, um, all from the same parents, but a big age gap. And I remember my sister-in-law talking about my brother and saying, 
you know, if I chose to focus on what was wrong, um, I don't know if we'd still be together. But she said, I choose to focus on what he does well and what he does right. She said, that way I can keep our relationship going. And I have to admit, when you have that attitude, because when we talked about someone having talent, well, you can have all the talent in the world, but if you've got a bad attitude, lamb chop, kiss it goodbye, take the next train, take the next plane home. Because no one wants to be with someone with a bad attitude. They want to be with someone who is magnetic. They want to be with someone who likes what their life is like, right? So what I would ask people to do when, so look at that partner and go, what do they have? What are their 10 qualities? Now, go for 10 qualities. It could be that they um, have great hair, (laughs) you know? It could be whatever it is you see that, you know, they're incredibly kind with the children. I will tell you that for many women who are mothers, one of the sexiest things in the entire world is a man who is a good father. That is, and I remember uh, Michelle Mai, the woman who was my previous executive assistant, she was the one who cued me on that. And she said, there is nothing in my mind, she's a mom of two, that is sexier than a man who is a really connected, good father. So before we're coming up to the next break, here's what I'd like you to think about before we come back. Now, when you're alone, let's say you're by yourself, listen, it could be in a car, it could be on the subway, it could be with your headset on, wherever. What do you do when you feel like you're alone? Even you can be alone in a room, you can be alone in the gym. Are you talking? Are you zoning out? Are you drinking? Are you Facebook? Are you movie? But are you doing something that recharges you. Because if you don't take care of yourself, no one else can. They can be there for you, but honestly, if you are always giving, 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 you are not going to have the strength to take care of you in a really, in in a, in a concerted fashion. So look at what you're doing when you're alone. And do you take a couple of minutes to connect with who your higher self is, whether that you call it spirit or God or whatever it may be. I don't come from a religious background, but I do believe, I think we would be so obnoxious if we thought we were the only things that were here. But look at how you connect. It can be five minutes in the morning while you have your smoothie or your tea or your coffee, but have time for you about what feels good and bring in your higher self. It's there. It's waiting for you to ask it to come in, and it's waiting to be there to help you. I'm On this one, I am not kidding, and I will talk about that when we come back after the break because at, we are all one. What you have to know is how to bring in the different parts of your oneness. This is Sex 
Tech Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. This is Uncommon Sense for Leaders, a forum for exploring leadership from the intellect, the heart, and the spirit. Whether you're a leader now or aspire to be a leader in the future, you owe it to yourself to learn about the big ideas that have shaped the careers of compelling communicators, masters of influence, and highly effective leaders. Uncommon Sense for Leaders. Tune in to hear thought-provoking ideas on every aspect of leadership. You can expect dynamic discussions with special guests, quick tips you can apply immediately for better results, and the tools you need to take you from where you are to where you want to be as a leader. Are you ready to crack the code for achieving unprecedented results? Then join the host for Uncommon Sense for Leaders, Catherine Carlisi, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the All Business Radio Network. Join the Executive Business Seminar with author and trainer, Dr. Risa Wolf, Ph.D. Are you looking for practical business tips and techniques for dealing with difficult situations or lowering speaking anxiety? Then this show is where you need to be if you are a business owner, corporate executive, or anyone ambitious about their career growth. Dr. Risa Wolf draws from her extensive mentoring background for business leaders and executives and interviews leaders who have practical solutions. Join Dr. Risa Wolf every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for your edition of the Executive Business Seminar right here on ABRN, the All Business Radio Network. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Also, you know, I, I say this occasionally, but if you do have any questions for me, you can always send them to office at loopadget.com. That's probably the easiest. I, you know, do Facebook, I do Twitter, but it's the, the email is the one that is the most stable for me. So office at loopadget, L-O-U-P-A-G-E-T dot com. And I have some product that I am just going to be trying. I'm going to have some field researchers try it and see whether or not this is something that can help people who have a drop-off of libido. And the reason I get field researchers to try something, I'm not going to tell them what it is. I'm just going to say it's a, you know, a, a supplement. But there are so many products on the market that are absolute. I mean, it's like sawdust and glue. I mean, they're garbage, absolute garbage. And they take a grain of sand, build a beach on it, they'll take a one statement out of a study and build the entire product line based on that. And, you know, the percentage of the ingredient that may be in it is just like negligible. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have someone test these for me, both women and men, and I will get back to you and let you know about it. Uh, I mentioned that I had been at this event for my friend Carolyn Berry over the weekend, 
um, actually it was on, it was put together by her sister, uh, Shelly and Shelly's husband. And what I was talking to some people and, you know, if having lubricant and a vibrator was going to be the thing that would put everyone's marriage back together or keep everyone's sex life going, everyone would have it, right? I mean, there's certainly no lack of vibrators. There's no lack of toys. Yet, it's an attitude, and it's an attitude of desire. And that's one of the big things that really drops off because whether – and this is Jack Morin's work, which Esther Perel has, you know, uh, taken and, you know, expanded and put her version on it. But it's literally about taking the safety – like the the risky part of the initial part of the relationship, and that is where there's the heightened brain uh, chemistry. That's where the heightened demand, that, like the heightened desire and connection, and oh my god, I'm totally in love. And then it just flattens out to a brain chemistry that is of connection, and then the desire part often isn't there, even though you may have had an absolute, you know boot bang in time, when the, you know, when the two of you were first together. That's why they talk about lesbian bed death, is that, you know, what was a really hot relationship all of a sudden disappears. I mean, I've written about that on, you know, a number of occasions. But what I want to do is see, is there an actual product that can help people, you know, flip or turn the dial of the desire up a little more? The other thing, We have to be really honest that, you know, as women get older, and the same thing for men, but there's more issues with the drop in estrogen with having painful intercourse. And it's not a joke. It's painful. So what can we do with that? I mean, I'm working with other people on uh, protocols for that. One of them is PRP, platelet-rich plasmapheresis. And I've spoken about Dr. Julia Tatum-Hunter doing that. She's here in Beverly Hills. So... Anyways, let's go back to, I talked about you being part of one. And if we understand that we are all one, and that to me is the nature of spirit. That's the nature of the essence of where we all come from. And for the most part, that oneness doesn't have divisions. Yet when we arrive here in these little suits we call bodies, we are separate. We are divisible. Yet what we have to look at is who, if we are looking for someone to come into our life, if we're looking to create the kind of life we want, we have to look at where do we have a thought about what relationship and sex lives are. We have to look at what our belief is. We have to look at what our faith is that it can be there. And again, this isn't coming from a religious standpoint at all. It's coming from a spirit standpoint that when we look at what we are all here to do, it's love. And love love is something that is the essence, whether you call it God or spirit. But then we have, we have love, we have spirit, and then we have the essence, this these, what they would call the adamantine particles. And those are, those three things create this master triangle that is part of what, that we are all part of. 
And to have that and the awareness of that when you are looking at anything will keep you grounded. It will keep you realizing you don't necessarily have to know everything all at once. You just have to know that you are part of all of this, you know, whether it's that person vibrating over there or this person back over here. And when you look for what you want with the new you, with the, the let's say you, your, your dark side is saying there's never going to be anyone coming into my life, yes, there will. But you have to look at how you can have the belief of it and how you can change that. Now, sometimes our subconscious programming, we don't even know that it's there. We think we've got things cleared off. <clears throat> there are different techniques that you can do. But what I ask people to do is the more that you have the thought pattern of that you are going to create something positive in your life, guess what? You will. So, you know, that's why I said, you know, take five minutes a day. It's not that long. And surely, to goodness, you deserve to be able to take the time just for you. Would you not think so? I certainly do. And it isn't that you are being selfish. To the contrary, if you are someone that other people love or that other people want to be around, you taking care of you is crucially important to being able to, A, be of service. If service is, you know, you think, which basically we all are a form of service. But it also allows you to feel grounded. Now, here's some exercises that come from a book. It's entitled Co-Active Coaching. It's by Laura Whitworth. And in it, they talk about different types of exercises that one can do, you know, some powerful questions that you can ask. And for example, when you are looking at what type of a sex life that you want, you know, you can say, ask yourself this. Okay, give myself an example of it. What would a for instance of a great sex life look like? Um, we have, you know, we, and, and here's the thing, when I say sex life, I don't just mean intercourse. Intimacy is so much bigger and deeper than just sex. And Anyone can have sex. I mean, the Amy Schumer character was having sex. I don't think that the promiscuity was her main thing in that film, despite the fact that, you know, reviewers or people will write that. I think it was, she was just, um, I will do this. This is how the level of intimacy that I can have at this moment, and I can't have anything more. It's that thing of I better leave, I better go and not stay overnight. And that, I mean, that's a similar thing, theme that runs through Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> but when I ask people, it's like, what does it look like for you when you say you want to have a great love life? What does it feel like? And would are there people who have what you perceive to be that kind of relationship, that kind of sex life? And be realistic. Be realistic about what your world is. I mean, if you're thinking that you're never going to have it because you're overweight, that's not true. That's just simply not true. You can have 
I mean, I remember a woman who actually I did see on the weekend, and she was one of the most straightforward, upfront, this is what I look like, this is who I am, and when, and one of the things Carolyn Berry always said, do not try to be someone that you're not, because you're not being the authentic you then. So anytime you're getting chosen for something, you really are being chosen for the authentic you. Not you trying to be someone else. So, for example, if I, I'll just use this, I have an identical twin sister. I can't be her. She can't be me. And if I were to try and be Dr. Ruth, that would be absurd. I'm not Dr. Ruth. If I was going to, and you know, so someone trying to be me is equally nutty. So you can look at behaviors that you think other people have that you like, you know, and you, what, what, what do you make of it, and what does it look like to you. But you have to do, it's like no one can get on the dance floor and dance for you other than you. You have to be, you have to do your own steps, and you have to do your own dance. And if that means having to do work on yourself where you get rid of negative thoughts about yourself, you know, the, the dark side of yourself, the things that you fear, the things that you may not like, the things that other people have said to you, they can be powerful things once you look at them. And it doesn't mean that it's going to be comfortable to do it. Believe you me, um, there's times when you do things and you're like, oh, my Lord, how could I possibly? I don't want to look at this. Um, I totally screwed that up. I lost that money there. I made that bad decision there. How could I, you know, have been so lazy there? Whatever those things were that you did, this is like the, you know, the five-second or the ten-second miracle. You can change that like this. And how do you change that? You take full responsibility for what you did. Because you and only you, it's like you being on the dance floor, only you can take responsibility for it. And then once you look at it, and you may be completely resistant to looking at it. Trust me, I get that. But unless you do look at it, why did I do this in the relationship? Why did I do that? Or why did I say this? Or what behavior? Why did I fool around on them? Unless you take responsibility and look at it, you are, in essence, you don't look at history, you're doomed to repeat it. Here we come for our last break. I will be back and give you some more step-by-step on how to create the, the love life that you want. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Familia, faith, identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Live. 
Living Latina with Francesca Escoto, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the Wow Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. <clears throat> Welcome back, everyone. So here's the thing I'd like to start with in you creating, getting, you know, past the dark side of yourself or falling in love with the dark side of yourself and getting to the type of, because here's what the dark side of yourself is about, falling in love with you. And I know that sounds, for some people who go like this, oh, you have got to be kidding me. Nope, I'm not. And bottom line is when you can love though all those parts of yourself, you have a power and an accessibility and a magnetism, and an attraction unlike you've ever had before because you're not scared of something, the dark part. You're not fearful of something, the dark part, or the things that have been judged, the dark part. So knowing that you have all of those that you truly, genuinely love yourself that makes you lovable beyond belief and changes your life. So here's what I would ask you to do. Look at, do I have a relationship right now or don't I? Okay? Some of the things are going to be the same for both of them. Some of them might be a little bit different if you're in a relationship. And because you've probably already established some patterns or some habits and some behavior. But what I'll also tell you is, and this is something 
practice, really, is that when you start changing what your attitude is, and you don't have to say a word, okay? You don't have to tell the person you may be married to or you're working around, let's say some you work around, you don't have to tell them what you're doing. But vibrationally, you will impact them. Now, have you ever been in those situations where there's someone who comes into an environment and all of a sudden this person is very disruptive or there's another there's someone who comes in and someone gets really upset about things all the time and it's all of a sudden there's this drama and all of these things and people are like, Whoa, where did that come from? That is someone being impacted by someone else's vibration. And often what happens is either all the people who are all upset leave or that person leaves because we tend to go toward a vibration that makes us feel comfortable. You will see that in companies all the time. You'll see it in departments. You'll see it in large organizations. There's a reason why they refer to certain things as, you know, people in this sort of industry act like this or people over here act like that. They do. So if you are in a relationship or not in a relationship, I ask you to do an inventory. And, you know, these inventories, you have to be honest with yourself because that's what the book, this is Debbie Ford's book, The Dark Side of the Light Chasers. It literally is about you doing work on you. Because, again, you can't do the dancing. You can't do the other stuff. And I don't care how many outfits people buy. Trust me, you cannot wear the outfit the way someone else does, period. They may look kind of sort of the same, but it's not the same thing. There's a different energy that someone else puts off. So even when they do those crazy things, you know, who wore it best, there's always going to be, you know, someone who people think vibrationally it looks better on them. So do an inventory of traits that you want to enhance about yourself, okay? Because I asked you to before to write down 10 things about your partner or the person that you want to have in your life. Now, I'd like you to write 10 things about you that you really like, okay? And uh, again, it can be that you have great legs, it can be something physical, it can be something emotional, it can be that you have a great family, but what I want you to focus on is what makes you feel good, okay? That is the one part that this is part of you really liking you. Now, let's look at some of the things that you may like to change, okay? And start with, start with one. Don't start with 25. If there's one where you feel, I'd like to, this can be something simple, I'd like to get up in the morning and do five minutes of stretching. Listen, five minutes is not that long, right? But what it is, is you making, a, making yourself a priority. Anytime you do, and now, and when I was reading the uh, intro, in this book, the, 
the dark side of the light chasers. Some of you may know who Neil uh, Donald Walsh is. He's a gentleman who wrote one of the most recent books of his that I read and is about when everything changes, change everything. And I, he, he writes this thing. He, he says, read this book carefully. Read it once. Read it once again. Then read it a third time for good measure. And do the exercises, exercises that suggest, I dare you, I double dare you. But neither read, but neither read the book nor do the exercises if you don't want your life to change. Put the book down right now, stick it on the top of your bookshelf where you'll never reach it again, or give it to a friend, because it will very likely be impossible to experience this book without also experiencing shifts in your life. And that's something that for me, you know, I, I think we're all in phases of changing. I mean, I know for me, from a business standpoint, um, you know, from a personal standpoint, things are, you know, stable. But from a business standpoint, from other standpoints, things are in complete flux right now. And that's no one is going to have my world change for me except me. So I'll talk about, you know, because I will have read that by the end of next week. Um, by the time I do my next show, because, and I'll finish the great book as well. To me, there's nothing that is more important than having this journey that we have in these little suits we call bodies be amazing. And the one part of it that is so crucially important is how we relate to our world, how our world relates to us, and how we love, and how we get loved. And I've sat with some of the most powerful people in the world, and I remember the one comment someone said to them, and it's something that I say all the time, is that it doesn't matter who you are. We all want to love and be loved. It doesn't matter how much money there is in the bank. It doesn't matter how much. You want to be loved for you. And that's why having someone who loves you unconditionally, what a gift. Uh, some of us learn it from parents. Some of us learn it from other people. I learned it from animals. That's how I first learned about unconditional love. And one of my passions is to do things for them. There, to me, there's nothing in the world that is, that is more important than creating a world where animals are treated better. Um, human beings, I think, can do things uh, for themselves, but human beings have made this world not be a great place for many animals, whether it's sky, whether it's water, whether it's earth. And But when I look at what are the things that I really like about myself, uh, I like that I'm tenacious. I love that. I also like that... I don't suffer fools lightly. I may say, say things politely to them, but I do not have time for noise and nonsense. And I can see it. What I also like is that I will help people even when they may not think that there's something there that assistance can be given to them or help can be given. And I don't want people to know it's me necessarily. I'd rather just assume someone do something and no one knows it's me. I don't have to be, you know, the name on, you know, the sticker. What I also want to create in my life is a whole new passion. That's my thing. 
That's why I'm doing the work that I'm doing. That's why I see the the gifts that these books can give to people. Because when you know you are part of one, when you know you are not, you are not separate from the source of everything that we come from, that just makes you go like this. Oh, I don't have to work so hard. You are not separate. You're not apart. You don't have to listen to those religions that tell you you're going to be damned and go to hell and only this person can tell you that you're okay and you're going to get there. No, you're already there. You are already part of it. Don't let them feed you that noise and nonsense. And also, do your work for you. Do your work for your heart. Do your work for... You came here to make a monstrous contribution whether it's in your relationship with your family, whoever it may be, whoever you know touches your heart, that's part of your job. So any questions, as I said before, that you might have, please send me a question to office at loupadget.com and put in, you know, the, the body, question from sex talk at Lou. Or, you know, you can send an, an email to the Tokinet and they'll get it forwarded to me. But the important thing is, you're here to have a marvelous, fabulous life in your relationship, in your sex life, in your intimacy, in how you connect. But most importantly, when you are able to connect with the dark side of who you are, your world is going to change. It can't help but because you will have changed vibrationally so much of who you are and what is inside of you. Have a marvelous rest of the week. Enjoy yourself. Whatever time you're listening to this, I hope you're having a fabulous day, evening, whatever it may be. And I look forward to hearing from you, and you'll hear from me soon. Take care. Bye for now. for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 